Just a heads up, this is a feel-good podcast, but we do talk about some mental health issues. So remember, if you or a mate needs help, please call Lifeline on 13 11 14 and check out our show notes for more helpful resources. Right. Good. I'm actually having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> Loving it. Good. I thought you were going to pass yeah. out for a second. Oh, no, I just got a bit stressed. <laughs> Stress is a word that is literally in our vocabulary. Yeah. Permanently. When am I not? <laughs> hey there, you're listening to Good Talk Great Mate, a podcast made by young people for young people. Come join us for a chat on the banks of the Namoy River. So sit back and relax. Your mental break starts now. Hello, mates, and thanks for tuning in to part two of our Secrets to Surviving Year 12 episode. My name is Mackenzie Jones, and I'm a Year 12 student at Wewell High School. Late last year, I asked three cool country chicks who were a couple of years ahead of me at school and who I really looked up to to join me at the Tumax FM studios on Camilleroy Country. And today, 2021 Wewell High School graduates Alicia Konomos, Bryony Allen and Amelia Kime are back for this double episode, dishing up more awesome advice and chatting about mental health in the bush. The HSC tends to be such a huge deal within our society and the pressure can tend to result in people not getting the marks that they hope for. What message would you give to someone in this situation? The HSC is not the end of the world. Write it on your wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, but in saying that, it's all fun and games for us to tell you that because we thought it was the end of the world. Yeah. We thought that if we did not get good marks, then what's all this been for? Yeah. Because that's what it is. It's... If you're putting in so much effort and you don't get the marks that you wanted or expected, then it is like, well, what what did I do this for? But it's also a learning curve. It's your first big confrontation, I suppose. Mm. Like this is what I have to beat to finish school and to move into the next chapter of my life. But you've just got to keep reminding yourself that it will be over. Yeah. It's only six three-hour exams. Yeah. So it's not... And it's literally two weeks of your life. Yeah. Yeah. And while I agree that, you know, it's not the be-all, end-all and, you know, once it's over, it's not the end of the world and stuff, when you're actually sitting the HC and even now that we've finished the HC, I still look back and there's not really a feeling like it. Like... Yeah. Yeah. You you sort of don't... You know that it's not the end of the world and we all did know that. We knew that there's life after the HSC. Of course there is. But in the moment, it's not about, you know, dreading it. It's also about wanting to do well. Mm. Like it's not just, oh, you know, I'm dreading this exam. I'm dreading it because I want to do well in it. My dad always said, like, if you are nervous for something, it's because you care and you want to do well. It's the same with sport. Like if you're going into a game and you're not nervous, you're so, you know, blasé about it, well, it's because you don't want to win. So going into the HSC was something else because it, it does mark the end of your schooling like it's 13 years that you've worked towards and it's quite sad to think that you're going to put all these 13 years into one number yeah like it's literally a number and a lot of people let it define them like I can tell you now this year I think I've been asked twice what my ATAR was like no Mm -hmm. one cares and no one cares at uni like and and I don't think that you can do terribly if you honestly try your best yeah yeah there are so many people who just sitting those exams was, you know, like enough. Like they made it, they finished it. Yeah. yeah. If you honest to God go in there and you try your best and you leave it all in there, you can't be disappointed in yourself. Exactly. Because yeah. you've, you've done it. Like yeah. you're finished now. 
Yeah. Sort and trying your best is good enough. Yes. Yeah. It is good enough. 100%. And like Bryony said, whether that is getting through the door, sitting down for because some exams you only have to be there for an hour, mm. sitting down for an hour and leaving. If that's all you can do, then that's all you can do. Yeah. yeah. Just try your best and that's that is good enough. Yeah, very good. What's next for you girls? What's next? <laughs> um February, I'm off to Wagga Wagga to Charles Sturt and I'm studying a Bachelor of Animal Science and hopefully doing a Bachelor of Education on the end, but I sort of got to see how far I get and <laughs> know if I can really afford that. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully I'll um, just getting out of the levee might be good yeah, for a little while, yeah. four years of, you know, somewhere else because I have literally lived in Wee War my entire life. I have yeah. not lived anywhere else so I think yep. now's a good time to go out and sort of Venture do our own out. thing yeah definitely yep well I'm off to Newcastle me and Alicia are both going to Newcastle I'm studying a Bachelor of Primary Education um, so yeah once I finish that I want to come back and um, service rural areas because yeah. they like we say they there aren't many resources, but the ones we do have, such as the teachers, are such a big asset to small towns. And with the, the statewide teacher shortage, there's, I don't know, I've always wanted to be a teacher and that's more reason to yeah, want to come to back it. and, yeah, help kids that were my age. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm going to Newcastle Uni to study um, PE teaching and modern history teaching. So I'm definitely planning on coming back to rural areas. Um, whether that's we war or not, I'm not sure. That's five years down the track. But definitely coming back to, you know, rural and remote places that have that teacher shortage and stuff. Like back to our teachers again and how they helped us, it sort of inspired us. Like yeah, all of definitely. us want to get go into education. Yeah. And it ins- I think they really inspired us to sort of they helped us and we want to help they, other students they in make that way. The difference. Yeah. 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 They really can make such a big difference. Obviously not to everyone. Yeah. Some people get out of school and loathe still loathe their teachers and, you know, don't ever want to see them again. Whereas the advantage that we had was that we were close with our teachers. And that's, yeah, the full way through school, like from kindergarten to mm. year 12, yeah. that's what it, what it was like. Yeah, I and so, like. yeah, I think it definitely inspired each one of us to sort of go on to a career, career in education so that we can give back just like they did, basically. Yeah, so we're all really looking forward to, like Bryony said, getting out of Wee War for yeah. a few years. Um, you definitely, as much as we love it and it's home, it's good to get out and actually see the world. A lot of yeah. people, we call it levy bank syndrome. A lot of people get stuck in the levy bank and they don't really want to leave, which is fair enough because it is home. But mm-hmm. you, there's also a lot more to the world that you yeah. need to go out and see. Open so, our eyes a bit. Yeah, yeah, I think doing university will really help us with that. Um, and even if it's only the four years that we move away for and we come back, that's all right because we've gone out and we've seen mm-hmm. a bit and yeah. we've got that experience. Yeah. I so. think if we do end up back in WeWall, then it's a credit to WeWall. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. 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 Well, that's a great answer. Thanks, girls. Are there any final messages you'd like to give people like myself about to start year twelve? Take a break. Yeah. <laughs> when you need to take a break, take, take a, break. a break. Yeah. Like even if you don't think you need to take a break, take one anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. quite literally, you've got all the time in the world. Yeah. It's a whole yeah, year. Take care. Don't of yourself. Yeah. know your boundaries. Don't push yourself because yeah. you're going to burn yourself out, and that's no good to anyone when you're burnt out. I also think. A big thing to remember is that you don't have to have your life figured out. 
Like yeah. through my 13 years of school, I was literally always, I'm, I'm going straight to uni. I'm going straight to uni. I'm going straight to uni. Like I'm not stopping. I won't go to uni if I take Gabby. I'm going straight. And then literally halfway through year 12 with what we'd been through, overnight I was like, no, I'm taking a gap year. Mm-hmm. And it's probably the best decision I've ever made. Yep. Like you don't, at 17 years old, when you're in year 12, you have to make a serious life decision mm-hmm. on whether to go to uni or whether to do TAFE or whatever it is you do, whether you just get a job straight out of school. That's a serious life decision. That's yeah. a commitment. Yeah. Like yeah. you're not even allowed to get a tattoo at that age without yeah. your parents allowing it. Yet you have to make a decision that's going to affect you your whole life. Like, so I think it's really important to remember, like, to there's not... options. Yes, there's yeah. options. Even yeah. if you go to uni for one thing and you don't like it, you can change. change. Like, yeah. I think a lot of people don't understand that. Like, yeah. you can be in uni for engineering and come out a primary school teacher. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can literally... There's so many different options. You don't have to have it all figured out and have a major plan set, like... And if yeah. someone else does and that works for them, that's great. Mm. Like have a well, pl- if they have a plan, that's great. I'm happy for them. But if you then compare yourself to them and think not a one size yeah. fits all and think, sort of oh, thing, I don't yeah. have my life figured out, that's because that's how you roll. Yeah, like, just yeah, yeah. Like following up from Alicia, um, I went to uni this year. I up to um, February this year, I was going to uni this year. Um, I stayed a couple of nights and didn't want to be there. Wanted to be home with my friends, my family. Um, and so it was as simple as that. I yep. thought I had a plan. I didn't. And then you didn't. Yeah. And so I had to There's, no, there's no judgment. If no. that's what you end up doing, that's what you end up doing. Like that's your business, no one else's. Yeah. Oh, but now, like we're all a year older. Yeah. And you know So what? much more knowledgeable. I would 100% encourage people if you're con- considering a gap year, take one. Because yeah. Yeah. it's sort of like that um, mediation sort of thing where you get real world experience but you're not thrown into yeah. like living on your own sort of thing away from your friends and family all at once sort of thing like you, yeah. you get your real world experience you while you're at home yeah yeah it's a great I think it's an amazing thing to do before going off to uni because it sort of grounds you like first of all you're earning money which is amazing to do yeah. yeah and like to be earning your own income is also a lot of sense of responsibility. Like you've got to start saving, which is going from school straight to uni, you're still sort of dependent on Mm. your parents. So taking a year to sort of make your own money or even if you are going to uni, working over the summer and making a bit of your own money, I think it makes you have a lot of responsibility um, that you'll then take on to uni. And also having a year without study is really important. Like I spoke to Sally Cardigan, the teacher, um, and she's actually the one who convinced me because she said, You'll go to uni straight from school, straight from studying your HSC, and even in the uni holidays, you're thinking about uni. Yeah. You've always got an assignment coming up. You've always got a tutorial or a lecture to go to. You know, you're always on the move. You're always busy. You're, you're always thinking about studying, again, straight after the HSC. Then you get out of uni, you're straight away into working. Mm. And she said it's the best decision she's ever made. She travelled, you know, she allowed herself to take a break and then settled down and got into it, which... I completely agree with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's definitely the best decision I've ever made. Yeah. Yeah. Radio, cool. Well, thank you girls for sharing your wise wisdom and tips. <laughs> um, next question. Mental health issues in the bush, what are they and what can be done about them? I think a big thing that plays into various mental health issues is the isolation. Mm. Um, like we've said before, coming from such a rural area, we don't really have the vast array of resources that people in yeah. the cities do. Um, And I think isolation is a big thing that sort of feeds into you feeling like everything's bigger than you are. Yeah. Um, 
And it's sometimes really scary to just think about the sheer magnitude of everything that's happening around you. And, yeah, I think isolation really does play into, you know, you don't really have those qualified people that you can talk to. Yeah. And it always, it just, it seems so scary to think that. There are are so many kids that are in their own heads and they don't really have people that they can talk to. to, Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And it's not spoken about enough. Like, however much, like, however much it is spoken about, it's still not enough because, yeah. it, it, like Bryony said, it is There's such a stigma so around it. Like, it's such a big thing to be such a happy person in such a happy community and it's not always the case. Like, sometimes yeah. people are in a bad headspace and that's okay. And like, that's, that's normal. Is, yeah. People need to speak about it more yeah. and just we need to get rid of the stigma around it because it is normal to have bad days and I think that... Bad weeks, bad yeah, months. Yeah, like exactly. it's not, you know, it's not just days. It, yeah, and I think that something specific to coming from the bush, and that affects mental health in the bush, is farming. It affects most more adults, but growing up in families who are heavily involved in the farming industry, mm. like mm. I don't think people understand how much weather you're impacts. at the mercy of everything yeah. around you around yeah. here. Like you have no control over exactly. Like growing up from a in a family where my dad is a farmer and runs a farm, you know, people in the city might think, oh, they're getting rain, that's good for the crops. Well, we're actually getting too much rain. We never yeah. get and it then, at the right and time. And then, you know, when you know, we'd just gone through a massive drought where for three years, you know, we were we on extreme rain. restrictions yeah. Yeah. and we needed rain. Then it's flooding and all of our crops are destroyed. Yeah. Then it's too dry, we can't plant the crop. Like and that even though that f- affects the adults, it also affects the youth because that's our families and, yeah. you know, some families are going broke. People don't realise how much the weather and the farming and everything affects everyone. It's it's extreme. And because the majority of it is the weather and that's out of out of everyone's hands. Yeah. Like you don't know yeah, whether it's it just seems to go from one extreme to the other and yeah. that takes a toll on people's mental health. Yeah. And like Alicia said, it is the adults that that cop that firsthand but um, yeah, the youth are... Oh, and it affects the uh, whole community. Exactly. Like, I remember yeah. we've just been through a massive drought and we finally get a good year for harvest. Like, you know, the wheat's looking amazing, mm. the best it's ever looked, everything's great, and then it floods mm. and, like, millions of crops are destroyed yeah. and you can tell yeah, the I mean, whole when community you've gone is Four years with exhausted. no water and then you get like a year's worth of rain within three months, yeah. your soil can't hold that much. Just, That's everything yeah. washed away, yeah. you know. Like And just when, you know, they thought that we're going to get a really good harvest this year, you know, it's it was great for everyone. Good, but it was. Then <laughs> the rain came and suddenly the whole community's down and you can tell. And you like, can tell. You walk yeah. down the street and everyone's saying, oh, this rain, you know, my crops, these crops are destroyed and I can only really harvest it, you know. And it affects everyone. We can see it. And I think coming from students that were in sort of year 11 and 12 at that time, you sort of look at your parents and what they're going through with with that and that's affecting their lives. Like the HSC well, is just yeah. such a small thing compared to that. Yeah. So. Well, at the end of the day, they can't work. Yeah. That's their livelihood. Like yeah. That's how they though, make money. The whole thing about it is how, you know, they could be having the worst day yeah. ever but they're still on the surface. So yeah. positive. Yeah. Like, yeah. The thing around here these days is that you can't make money out of dry dirt, but you can make money out of mud. So oh, yeah, they're just yeah. going to deal with it. Yeah. yeah. But still, it's it sucks, really. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's and that's no something two ways can, about it. Yeah. 
people in the city, sometimes they don't even know how farming works. Yeah. Like they don't understand that cotton comes from a plant and that, you know, you the plant comes from the soil and yeah. that's got to get water, water and also not too much too water. Too much water. It's like, like in the balance. right temperature. Yeah. yeah. In the right season. Yeah. yeah. And, and the right soil. <laughs> so you could see why exactly. a farmer would be so stressed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it definitely affects us at school as well, you know. So. Yeah. And as you were explaining before, Alicia, like – it affects their livelihood. It's to the a, point where long... even in the drought, people were selling off 80% of their stock. Yeah. yeah. Trying their hardest to keep their last 200 alive just so that they had something as a foundation to start up again. Again. Even if they didn't know how long it was going to take, you know, like it was still another two years of the drought. They didn't know how long they were going to have to just make ends meet, but they got it done. Yep. And now it's just like a, a slap in the face, yeah, turn around, yeah. here's a flood. Yeah. Like, yeah. And another one, yeah. and another one. And a mouse plague. Yeah. <laughs> on top of that Throw one. Throw that in there. Yeah. Cherry on top. <laughs> and I feel like in the bush, especially because your question was about the bush, everyone's expected to be so tough. Mm. I think because, you know, you're sort of seen as a cowboy yeah, and you're seen, as a, yeah, yeah. you're seen as a farmer yeah. and you're not allowed to cry, especially men. Men, it affects severely. Mm. Yeah. Um, you don't have to be like be there for your mates like you gosh I just don't I don't understand this you need to be tough no you don't no, no. you don't need to be tough there's if, no prizes if you're going through for, a hard time show it exactly yeah. there's no prizes for being the toughest one out there no. like, exactly yeah like and don't be afraid to tell your friends what's good for them like yeah. if your friend's been out drinking and they grab their keys to drive home take the keys off them yeah. and tell mm-hmm. them to stop like Oh, yeah. They might turn around and punch you in the face, but the next but day at least they're it. not. But at least they're still exactly. alive. Yeah. yeah, you're waking up and you're seeing them the next day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now an icebreaker question to calm the mood. What superpower do you wish to have and why? Oh, fly. Oh, <laughs> I say transportation because you just think you want to be somewhere. Yeah. You you yeah. I'm actually scared of heights. I don't know why yeah. I said fly. <laughs> But, yeah, probably transportation. transportation. Yeah. yeah, I used to always think driving in the car, I used to think, oh, imagine if I could just be home right now. True. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. if anyone doesn't know this, the drive from Sydney to Wee War, <laughs> where we're from, is seven hours. And that is a very, very long time. <laughs> so if we could just, yeah, if we could just go from Wee War to Sydney straight away. Just yeah, like that, that would be good. But, but you know what? I probably wouldn't go to Sydney. I'd probably go to Europe. Yeah. But, but <laughs> yep. going to Sydney would also be good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I'd want to do. Me either. Invisibility. Yeah. That'd be cool. Like snoop on people. Oh, <laughs> don't use it for good. Just go out to see the clumsy person that I am being invisible next to like a street and then someone running me over. You like, actually would. No. Amelia, you would fall you would. and make a No, very- yeah. <laughs> to no, to not be able to trip over. <laughs> That's what I'd have. That's every normal person ever. Coordination. That is cool. <laughs> That's a skill, not a superpower. What is wrong with you? Well, it's a superpower for me. Amelia will literally be walking and just drop flat. Trip on nothing. I tripped up flat. the stairs to come in here. No, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Or read people's minds, actually. I couldn't think of anything worse. Yeah. Why? Do I, I don't want to know, know what, what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah, you actually probably don't. But cool. I would want to know what people think about me. No. no. I think that would make your life miserable. Miserable. Terrible. Oh, my gosh. What do you think about me? Oh, my goodness. I think you'd send yourself into a frenzy of, yeah, yeah. True. I'm not going to hang out with them because true. they don't oh like they, they yeah. actually hate They pretend me. they do. Yeah. Like, who yeah. cares? If they want to hate you behind your back, let them. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is really enlightening. This is such well, a I just subject. don't want to trip over anymore. <laughs> 
Right. <laughs> next question. What advice would you give to your year seven self? Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> no, just well, actually, yeah, grow up. Like, <laughs> like when you, I feel like years seven to ten, sort of when you're not in your senior years yet. Um, you you're sort naive. of think that, ev- yeah, you're naive <laughs> yeah. and you think that every little thing that happens is the biggest deal in the world, especially with high school can be an extremely, extremely hard place to be. Um, we were high was pretty good. We didn't experience as like severe bullying like some schools do. Um, we like being such a small school, uh, most people get along. There might be a fight here and there, but um, I know that some people go through some severe stuff that we haven't really seen. So I think it's definitely important to remember that high school is not the end. Mm. Um, you have to remember that it's not – in year 11 and 12, the biggest deal for us was the HSC, whereas <laughs> I feel like then you forget about what happens in year sort of 7 to 10. Yeah. Like, and you forget that there's petty drama that happens and stuff like that, like that you just sort of at the time is the biggest deal ever and, you know, and you're having fights with your friends – but down the track, you might not even be friends with them anymore. Mm. And it doesn't seem like a big deal. So, yes. I would say pick your people. Yeah. And then respect them and they will respect you. Yeah. yeah. And you stick with your people. And yes, you have to work hard, you know, if you want to make yourself proud, but it's not the end of the world. I mean, those first four years are for you to sort of enjoy. But I will say to my year seven self, why didn't you make a good study regime? Yeah. <laughs> it is so hard yeah. to make one when you're in your senior years. Yeah. So year seven people, make a study <laughs> regime. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it's you've got to try and enjoy school. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a big part as well, trying to enjoy school while you're studying as well. Everyone says it, and when you're actually in high school, you don't believe it, but... School is the easiest place you'll ever be. Oh my god, be. it's the best. It's yeah. the best. You wait. You the literally. Routine, yeah. yeah. Like it starts at nine. Where you have to be yeah. when, with who. Yeah. yeah. It's just all laid out for you, and you're in your own little world. You know, the gates are shut. You don't have to worry about anything that goes on outside. Yeah. It is just. You like start a, at nine, finish at yeah. three. You walk out with no responsibility, basically. Yeah. Like as much as we have gone on about, you know, year twelve. And it is a big responsibility. The years before that are so like, so fun. So yeah, yeah. So you have to remember to enjoy yourself. Like, and you literally get twelve weeks of holidays. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people come out of high school and don't realize that a normal job is only four weeks of holidays. Yeah, if that. If like yeah. so, and a lot of people don't actually know that. So definitely enjoy it while you're in it. Like, and one thing. Oh my god! And going into year seven, not everyone's horrible. No one's actually going to pick on you no, for like, no one's going to put being your head a year seven up. Yeah, <laughs> just oh my god. Yeah, never got my head down the toilet. No, no. <laughs> very surprising that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's not as intimidating as you yeah. think. And also, I think definitely something I'd tell my year twelve self is to love and respect your family more. Yeah, like being a teenager and going through all the home hormones that you do, you sort of turn against your family mm-hmm. sometimes. Which I did too. Like you come home and you've had a crap day at school and you don't want to talk to your mum and dad and you just want to sit on your phone and, yeah. you know, get off your phone. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Everyone's stuck on their screens. Get off your phone. Spend time with your family because one day you're not going to be able to. Yep. And family is something that's extremely important when you're so young that you forget about. You're only that young once sort of. And so yep. you have to remember to spend the time with them while you can and enjoy that. And logistically... 
don't handwrite your notes in case your school gets a mould infestation <laughs> because they do have to burn them all and you'll have to start again. Definitely. <laughs> um, before we finish, would you like to thank any specific people, whether it be teachers, parents? Um, well, personally, um, two teachers at school that really helped me were um, Andrew Kylie and Sally Cuddigan, or Sally Kane now. Mm-hmm. Um, they were both really eye-opening not just for me for the other two girls here yeah. as well um Mr Kylie is a math teacher that we were talking about that would stay at school literally until 6 p.m with us um all three of us a lot yeah. of the time um and like he wasn't even our teacher he, he wasn't was yeah teacher. so I was in advanced math and he taught me and these and two us. girls were in general but he took on their class as well because with the teacher shortage and he worked yeah. really, really hard to get us the resources we and need. Th- that's something he didn't have to do. Yeah, like, exactly. He didn't have to take us on, but he did. And you could... And he didn't have to work as hard as he did for us. No. Yeah. But he we, did. Yeah. yeah. And, like, he, he was someone you could email, you know, at 9 o'clock at night because you were stuck on a question and you weren't expecting an answer until the next day, but, you know, you just wanted to get it to him. And by 9.02... He had replied yeah. like, yeah. like he was always on the ball, you know. Um, and same with Miss Cardigan, Mrs. Kane. Um, <laughs> I can't call her. <laughs> I know she's still Miss Cardigan to me. Um, she really helped a lot of us. She was my modern history teacher, but um, she also helped God. us a lot with she other was just subjects. The one that we would sit within the library yeah. when yeah. we needed to just offload all the stuff yeah. that was yeah. happening. She was like a friend to a lot of us. Like. Yes. She was someone that we could go to and confide in. Um, and she helped us with other subjects too. Like while she was my history teacher, she helped a lot of us with English, English and yeah. just all different things she was there for. I so. know that she used to print me out practice papers for ag. Yeah. yeah. Like, like just anything just that you needed, things. she would yeah. find it for yeah. you. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, along with that, um, I'd like to thank Olivia Bray, who was my agriculture teacher. She was fresh out of uni when she rolled into town and she probably <laughs> was not expecting a class full of very opinionated, very loud people, <laughs> but she took it all in her stride and, like, we, yeah, can't thank her enough because she did work so hard to get us everything that we needed. Like, yeah. everything that we asked, she delivered. Yeah. And, yeah. And also always so happy. Yeah, yeah she's she was. always yeah. happy. She just used to, yeah. like, you'd go in, you'd be having a bad day and she'd walk in the library and be like, hi, guys, and yeah. immediately you just, like, yeah. felt so much better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're happy, why should I be? Yeah. <laughs> And, yeah, mine was also Andrew Kiley and Jordan Johnson. Um, Miss Johnson, Mrs Johnson, <laughs> was um, my legal yeah. studies teacher and she also went above and beyond. And my marks for across all subjects are a credit to all of my teachers but especially them too because, yeah. like we've been saying, they didn't help just on their subject but across the board. Yeah. yeah. All of our teachers are very incredible. Yeah. Mm. And also I think a massive credit goes to our parents as well. Yeah. Um, we are really, really lucky and I always knew it through high school to have parents that supported yeah. us as much as they did. Like our parents were always have always been there for us and always given us what we needed. My dad's the cheapest person you'll ever meet in your life. He won't even turn the <laughs> aircon on because it's so expensive. But anything I needed to do with education, he would straight away pay for. And, yeah. like, all of our parents were the they same. Were always in the front row. Yeah. They were yeah. there to cheer yeah. us on. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Which never missed an assembly. Oh, no. Never missed no. anything. And, you know, took us all around the countryside for sport and, you know, yeah. Briny's cattle and other things that everyone had. Like, they were really helpful. A lot of our cohort's parents were, but I can't imagine 
having parents that aren't supportive like some yeah. kids do. So I think that there's definitely a, you know, we're definitely grateful for them and they should be mentioned because yeah. mm-hmm. they were there for us through it all and so were our siblings. Like, yeah. 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 So definitely to have them there and go home and actually be able to debrief with someone and talk about school was really yeah. helpful. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's great, girls. Thank you, girls, for being on the podcast. I thoroughly enjoyed and hope the listeners did too. Thanks very much, Kens. It was good to reflect on school, so thank you. Yeah, I had a great time. I I hope that we can um, help some people through their year 12. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. It would have been nice to have this when we were going through it. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that, listening to us on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Good Talk, Great Mate podcast. This podcast is proudly supported by the Narrabri Shire Council and funded by the New South Wales Government. If you or a mate needs help, check out our show notes for more helpful resources. Episodes in this podcast series do discuss mental health issues and suicide. If you or a mate is in crisis, please call Lifeline 13 11 14, Kids Helpline on 1800 55 1800 or on the Suicide Callback Service on 1300 659 or you can talk about support available with your doctor or a local rural mental health coordinator. And mate, it'd be great if you subscribed, gave us a follow, and shared this episode with your friends. Catch you next time.